Welcome to an exclusive episode of Mind Love. Today's episode is all about magnifying your message and a whole lot about finding your purpose. There's a specific transformational shift that has to occur to take a person from standing on the sidelines, standing in the shadows, if you will, to being seen and heard and known, becoming a household name in your field for whatever it is you provide. And unless you have that exact transformational shift, a person will unwittingly self-sabotage and stay hidden. It's a biological imperative to stay safe, to stay alive. And it takes being able to intelligently circumvent that biological imperative that's designed to keep you safe. Have you noticed that a lot of people find their purpose from their deepest traumas or their hardest struggles? There's even a quote that says, make your mess your message. Well, a lot of you have reached out and asked how I found my purpose or how I made a life out of it after I found it. So I'm going to give you the details. When I was going through my hardest times, I was still totally lost. But it took so many mindset and mindfulness tools to lift me from my rock bottom that learning and sharing all about the power of the mind became my passion. When you really feel the difference that something can make in your life, it's kind of hard not to be passionate about it. I started to realize that whenever these topics came up with my friends, they were my favorite conversations. I usually felt lit up or energized somehow. But for the most part, even though I had done so much healing and I felt so much better in my mind and my body, I still felt pretty lost. I didn't really feel like I had a purpose or I knew what I was gonna do with my life. Well, when I became really determined to find that purpose, one of the questions that I asked myself to get clarity was what did I feel endlessly curious about? So I started to look at all the last books that I had read, or the podcasts I was listening to, or conversations that lit me up. They were usually a mix between business and spirituality and psychology, which kind of all seemed like different topics, but I realized they all had one thing in common. They all considered the power of the mind in creating a life that you really love. So I decided that there was something about sharing about the power of the mind and all the tools that had saved my life that was going to be my purpose. Well, the next step was figuring out how I was going to share this. There are so many options these days. I could have started a blog or started a YouTube channel or a podcast, or I could work with people one-on-one -on -one or speak at events or schools or work for a company. I could even do several of these eventually, but I knew I had to start with one first. So to decide, I needed to make sure that I found something that was in alignment with who I am at my core. Otherwise, it wouldn't really be sustainable for my personality or my energy type. So I started to look at my values. But it's also helpful to look at your Myers-Briggs or your Enneagram or even your motivation code, which we talked about in episode 157. Anything that you feel like has helped you to understand yourself more. Well, I knew that my number one value is freedom. So I had to make sure that I was designing my life around that. And then I sat with all the options. I could always talk myself out of being on camera. I don't even put makeup on most days. So YouTube channel was out for me. I tended to procrastinate most when I was writing. So I didn't really want to make that my whole life path. But there's one thing I could always do, and that's talk. So I decided on a podcast. Every step of the way, I looked inward first. What is important to me and what fits with who I really am? Because if you go the other way, it's easy to convince yourself that maybe that's what you really want. I mean, I could watch a YouTube channel and be like, wow, it'd be so cool to be that girl. But when it came down to actually doing all the things to have that kind of success with YouTube, I knew I wasn't really up for it. Like, if I look at a whole list of values, they all sound pretty good. Honesty, excitement, family, friendships, achievement, challenge, honor. I mean, who doesn't want all those things? But only a few of them seem to pop up consistently in all of my happiest or proudest or most memorable moments in my life. So it's helpful to reflect on your past so that you can start to identify your patterns rather than just what looks good on paper. 
The next step was really confronting my limiting beliefs. So all the things popping up in my mind that could talk myself out of doing this thing. This took a while because some limiting beliefs are so deeply rooted in the subconscious that you might not even notice they're there. So I started tracking all of my negative thoughts about it for a few days. I literally carried around a little notebook and wrote down anything that could be a limiting belief. Things like, I might suck at this. People will think I'm using my traumas for attention. I'm too ADD to finish anything. People could think less of me if they know my whole story. I can't be that vulnerable. It's too scary. And then I started to process each one. And by that, I mean I just started to challenge those beliefs. So let's take a look at one. I can't be vulnerable because it's too scary. So how do you challenge that? I ask myself, well, is that true? Well, being vulnerable is scary, but what am I really afraid of? What's the worst that could happen? Well, people could judge me. People will know all my deepest, darkest secrets or who I really am. And then I started to take a look at all those thoughts. The only people that will judge me are the people that are doing less than me. So do I really care about their judgment? No. Their judgment is just a reflection of how they hold themselves back in life. So in that way, I kind of have compassion for them. And then I looked at, people will know the truth about me. People will know my whole story. Well, is that such a bad thing? Yeah, there's things that I've held shame and embarrassment about, but should I be still holding on to that shame? Somehow, my subconscious thinks that it's bad that someone might know the real me. So let's challenge that. Are relationships even fulfilling if the person only knows who I'm pretending to be? Now, what are the positives of vulnerability? Practicing vulnerability makes me stronger. I'll let people in. I can reduce stigmas. I can help a lot of people who are afraid to share their stories. And all of a sudden, through this work, all these fears I've been holding onto start to release one by one. And I still do this process often because fears still pop up, by the way. So again, each step of the way with each decision, I looked toward myself to figure out what I wanted. And then I looked at my options. And there are so many ways to get more clarity about who you are and what might work for you for the long term. And I'll also be offering some one-on-one -on -one coaching calls if anyone wants help with this process. So if that's something you're interested in, just reach out to me at melissaatmindlove.com. Well, then comes another big roadblock. Now that I'm a little more clear on something that will give me purpose, how do I actually start to grow whatever it is I'm starting? How do I start to be known as an expert in my field? How do I tell my story in a way that connects with people? Well, that's what we're talking about today. And I'm so excited to have an OG guest back on the show. If you've been around a while, you may remember Cheryl Hunter way back from episode 15. Well, her story is incredible. From her deepest pain, she found her highest purpose. And she's been featured in over 100 media interviews from PBS to CNN to Dr. Phil. And she's going to teach us how to skyrocket our influence. Three key things we will learn are how to find your unique message from the things that you've gone through, how to get people to recognize you as an expert, and how to make your message media-worthy. Hey there, Wild Minds. So this was just a preview, but you can access the whole episode with a Mind Love Premium membership. If Mind Love has been helpful to you in any way, consider helping support the show by joining this exclusive community. I promise I'm making it totally worth it. You get exclusive episodes, which means twice the Mind Love, in a private feed that imports right to your favorite podcast app, so you don't have to go to the web to listen. And that's not all. You also get all Mind Love episodes ad-free for uninterrupted listening. You get early access to episodes, and you get bonus video interviews and powerful meditation downloads. And finally, you get priority access to me, so you're free to reach out to me with any questions that you have about life, love, relationships, success, whatever it might be. And in more good news, you can get started free with a two-week free trial. Just go to mindlove.com premium. And if you're a student, reach out to me on Instagram, and I'll give you a special discount.